It's Daily Thunder, thundering out the truth of Jesus Christ live every morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more about our discipleship programs or to support this podcast, visit ellerslie.com. Now, here's Eric Looney. Good morning, everyone. This is the Friday edition of Daily Thunder. This one is called Intensified Living. I have been stirred lately. Uh, Every time I I think of moving off this topic, I keep coming back to it over the last three days. I've had various prayer times in the morning and I keep bringing this up. And I think the word intensified uh, is good uh, for me right now. It explains a lot, but that's uh, the meaning in this message is, is very purposeful because this is what I'm feeling passionate about. Is that a return to Uh, an intensified version of what we are doing as Christians, to take full advantage of this season and this circumstance in our life. Lockdown uh, is bringing things to the surface in all of us, as every trial does. And uh, compared to most trials, I would say for me, this has been a very small one, but uh, it is the nature of it in the global sense, the fact that it is affecting so many people in my life is creating this unique congregational trial that I have never before witnessed in my life. And so as a result, as trials bring dross to the surface in each of our individual lives, I'm seeing it bring a dross to the surface in the church at large. And as the church is being purified, as judgment begins in the house of God, if you could almost say it that way, the conviction begins in the house of God, then it prepares us to actually turn outward and serve those that are being convicted, that are being shown their weakness, that are being shown their frailty in such a time as this. The extreme loneliness, the extreme vulnerability, the extreme paranoia that is out there is revealing to human souls the absence of God in their life. And so as a result, there is an opening for the church of Jesus Christ to function in its role in this culture, unlike it has been able to in the past. Uh, A few days ago, I was... uh, I was in the middle of the night, and this is uh, Wednesday's Daily Thunder, if you if you read it, which is called Church, Don't Waste This. And that was a deeply stirring uh, Daily Thunder for me, and just the whole theme. And this is sort of piggybacking on that. I, I was thinking about Matthew 7 in the middle of the night, which is, uh, Lord, Lord, uh, we did this for you, we did this for you, we did this for you. And he says to them, I never knew you, depart from me. And that is so haunting to each of us as Christians to say, God, I don't want to be that person who thinks I know you, but I don't, who thinks I am known by you, but am not. And so I'm going to piggyback up on that. Matthew 25, if you look at Matthew 24 and 25, you have the thief in the night, you have the 10 virgins, you have the sheep and the goats, you have this separation out of those that are known by God and those that are not. And so it's, it's, it's one of those passages that when you're going through Matthew 24 and 25, it is an examination uh, time for each of us as Christians to say, God, am I a sheep or am I a goat? Am I a wheat or am I a tare? Am I, am I a virgin with oil in my lamp or is my lamp empty? God, please, I desire to have a lamp full of oil. And so in Matthew 25, 11, afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, verily, I say unto you, I know you not. Okay, same 
same idea here. Uh, it's, it's that same idea that Jesus brings up multiple times is that there seems to be those that think that they have it together. They think that they've dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's and this, so they're relaxing. They're going to sleep. And a season like this is like an awakening. It's, it's a rehearsal for a scene like this so that when this scene comes and the, and the, and the king of kings comes and, and arrives on this earth again, that we will not be caught off guard. So this type of coronavirus season is a gift to us as a church to awaken us and to stir us from our slumber because this is nothing compared to that. This is an opportunity for us to awaken and be stirred. John 10, 14 says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and I'm known of mine. So here we have these statements in Matthew 7 and Matthew 25, which says, I never knew you. And he says, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep. And remember what's coming in Matthew 25 is sheep and goats. So he's saying, I'm going to move my, the sheep to the right and the goats to the left. You see, he knows the sheep. And so, and they are known of him. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So what I want to speak to each of us that are desirous to be sheep, I mean, at a deep, deep level, when we hear scriptures like this, like, oh God, I want to be the real genuine article, is that I want us to attune ourselves to his voice right now. And I want us to follow him wherever he leads us. You see, this is, these are the situations that are necessary for us as Christians to take the next step forward. 2 Timothy 2.19, Nevertheless, the foundation of God stands sure, having this seal. The Lord knows them that are his. And let everyone that names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So what I've been emphasizing, seems like every time I get together with a prayer group or whatever, is we need to depart from iniquity. We cannot know that something is wrong in our life and keep it there and coddle it, justify it and excuse it. When we go through these seasons, it brings things to the surface so that they can be repented of, so that they can be wiped off like dross. So fire brings dross to the surface and situations like these where you've maybe had anxiety or fretting or foreboding or fear exposed in your soul, where you've had pride, you've had arrogance, you've had rebellion exposed in your soul, where you've had paranoia, where you've had selfishness, whatever it is, is you're hoarding your toilet paper. When these things are exposed in our soul, it is not just so that we can be condemned. It is so that we can be healed, so that we can be set free. You see, God is showing us something because he loves us so that we can depart from iniquity. So if you are one of the virgins, which you are, and you have a lamp, which you do, which is you, it's your soul. And you could ask the question, are you filled with what you are supposed to be filled with? You see, when we come to Christ, we are given avenue of access under the throne room of grace. And all the oil that is needed for our lamp is supplied. But that doesn't mean we've gone to get it. It does not mean we've received it. It does not mean that we've acquired or, or, or gained it in our life. And so it's imperative for each of us to actually go and get that oil, to pursue it. Like Jacob is going to grab a hold of God and say, God, I will not let you go until I get all that you have. You see, many of us 
have passed by Christ and esteemed Christ. And we know Christ, we know the doctrine of Christ, but Christ has something in his treasury and we must go and purchase that or gain that by our faith. We must obtain the promise that God has given to us. We must go and get oil for our lamp. There's a, I'm gonna call this the rule of unfinished projects. And one thing I've noticed in my life is that there's certain things that when I have momentum, I can get done. And so I'm on a house project. And if that house project ever gets disrupted or I, I end up not being able to finish it for some reason, whoa, that's a, that's a dangerous thing. And that's it because it's of the rule of unfinished projects. If you have an unfinished project, then sometimes you never get back to it. It's a strange thing. In fact, you'll start other projects and never finish this one. And the reason is, is you have a tendency to get used to it unfinished. It's a, it's a weird phenomenon, but you, you could have this like, and I, I have in, in this room right now, I have some wires hanging down over here from this. We were doing the, the ceiling. We were putting in new lights in this room, uh, you know, a few months back. And there was this one electrical box that uh, one of the guys that was working on it goes, yeah, I'll take care of that before I leave. And then he, he didn't. <laughs> and it's still there. And what is that? I, and I, I walk by that almost every day, but I forget that it's there. And now that I'm doing this rule of unfinished projects, I even see it. And there's multiple things like that in my life. And so what happens in a season like this when Eric brings up the rule of unfinished projects and we say, okay, are there any unfinished projects in, in the Ludi house? And suddenly I'm like, whoa, there are. We got some chalk on the ceiling. We have some wires hanging down over here. We have some nails over here that need to be removed. You see, you start to notice things. The same is true in this situation. Okay, when I bring up a lack of oil in the lamp. When I bring up these different elements, it's supposed to alert us to something that we have begun to discard and justify. It's like, oh, I'll get to that someday. No, don't get to it someday. Maybe today is that day for us to get to it. If you have a squeaky door in your house, you ever notice it'll bother you every time you hear it, but it's a big deal if you don't have that WD-40 because you have to run to the uh, hardware store, you have to get it, and then you have to apply it. Oh, it's a lot of work. And that's what I want to address right now is that we have some squeaky doors in our life. I call this intensified living. I was watching a video. We're, we're creating all these videos for our, our current online training, our month-long training uh, that we're offering this month. And uh, Aaron Vogel, one of he's, he's been my, my trainer for... Uh, for what, four or five years now. And just a, an amazing guy. He did one of our little videos uh, for that. And he, he made this statement. He says, we need to use this time to have intensity and increase intensity or to intensify our focus on certain areas of our life. Yeah, that's what's inspired me for this. Intensified living. Intensify, it's a verb. It becomes, it, it means to become or make more intense. I know that's profound. But I'm going to give you some synonyms. Escalate, step up, boost, increase, raise, sharpen, strengthen, augment, add to, concentrate, reinforce, gain strength, pick up, build up, heighten, deepen, broaden, widen, extend, extend, expand, amplify, magnify. In each of our lives, we need to do that. We need to go and get oil for our marriage relationship. Maybe that's what you need to intensify today. You need to get oil for your children and your parenting. You need to get oil for your brothers and sisters if you're a child. You need to maybe amp up your focus of saying, God, I need grace for this relationship. Get oil for obedience, honor, and respect. 
Get oil for your prayer life. Get oil for your home environment. Get oil for your, your care of others. Get oil for your pride. Get oil for your fear. Get oil for your anger issues. Get oil for your bad attitude. In other words, if God is exposing something, he's showing you wires hanging from your ceiling, deal with it. This is something that we should address immediately in our life. The dross is exposed. Take advantage of it. And just pick one area. That would be my encourage uh, for you today. Just don't, don't try and solve all your issues any more than you can solve all your house problems in one day. But intensify your focus. Uh, there, there's times when you can walk by and see a little piece of trash, but you're in a hurry. And so you leave it. And then the next day you walk by, ah, I'm in a hurry again. And you leave it. And that piece of trash could be there for months if you start to get used to its presence. And the same thing is true with our souls. Today is a day to pick up the trash. Today is a day to intensify our focus and to address the things that the Holy Spirit is exposing to us in our life. Uh, in honor of my granddad, Obendorf, my mom's dad, uh, isn't that a great name, Obendorf? This is what he said, my, his famous quote, if you see dirty dishes in the sink, clean them. God's blessings. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is delivered live and streamed daily weekdays at 8.15 a.m. and weekends at 9.15 a.m. Join us at live.ellerslie.com. We invite you to visit us at the beautiful Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado for a day, a week, or an entire season of gospel-centered spiritual training. Learn more at ellersley.com. Thanks for listening.